So today I want to talk about something that I have coined iterative design versus initiative design. And this is kind of a semi-response to M. Strange, sort of, not really. This is something I've been thinking about for a long time, but it's his kind of mentality and perspective that he shares on creativity that I've been following and listening to and, to be completely honest, modeling a lot of my persona off of for like a decade or more now that really sparked this thought in my head because I respect so much what M.Dot Strange does as a creator. And if you don't know who M.Dot is, uh, he's been someone I've been following his career since like 2006. Uh, he was a independent animator that did three feature-length feature films by himself in 3D. And then now he's doing game design. He's working on a huge, sprawling 3D action game uh, that he's done by himself. He did a bunch of smaller projects before that. The dude is very prolific. And something that he's very focused on is the idea of originality. Originality is something that he's super hardcore about. Like, that's like his guiding principle in terms of the stuff he creates. Because the stuff he makes is very strange. It's out there. It's weird. Hence his name. Individuality and focusing on creating something new, a new experience, is something so central to his identity that it's part of his name and it's just everything that he does. And for a long time... I tried to do that because I thought that was very respectable. And I really do still now that if you can strike out and make something wholly new or as new as you can do, uh, you know, because like there is, there's really no new ideas, quote unquote, like everything is kind of a remix. You can debate that all you want, but there is a lot of validity I feel to it. So, you know, he's taking inspiration, but like reinterpreting it in a very different way than simply paying homage uh, so whether you want to argue that's true originality or not, it's not really the point of this discussion. But for the sake of debate, M.Dot is an original creator. He makes new, interesting things that are not like what you're used to experiencing. That's like his entire shtick. And I tried really hard to be that for a long time, and I couldn't do it. I would classify M.Dot and people like him as an initiative designer. He's someone who takes initiative, who creates something different, something not unlike what he is comfortable with, or comfortable is not even the right word. It's not like what he takes in, right? We all take in inspiration. You know, the whole reason he wants to be an animator or a game designer is because he likes animation and video games. So in that regard, you are being inspired. You are taking inspiration from things externally. But it is not about giving back exactly what you're taking in. You are trying to do something different with it, right? You're trying to leave your own unique mark on the medium that you're working in. That is an initiative designer. Initially, I was going to call this an inventive designer, but I felt like having inventive designer versus iterative designer felt like very much setting like good and bad tones where I don't think either of these are bad because I would consider myself an iterative designer. And what an iterative designer does is they take in their inspirations they know already exactly what they like, right? It's not about creating something different that hasn't been seen before. It's about leaving your mark and putting your twist on what already exists. And that's very much where I fall as a creator. I am much more interested in doing much more direct homages because M.Dot has this whole thing where like, if you're not being what I would call an initiative designer, you're doing art wrong, you know, and very much chastises the industry in general for not being more initiative. But I think that the reason most of the industry is not initiative is that most creators aren't initiative creators. They're iterative creators. 
I forgot to mute my other computer. I'm an idiot, but I'm using RTX voice right now. So maybe that didn't even get picked up. I guess we'll find out in the recording. But I tried really hard for years to be an initiative designer, to try and make something wholly unique or as much as a human can. And I failed continually because that's just not how my creativity works. I don't think that's how most people's creativity works. I think most people are iterative designers. If you're being creative, you directly take in inspiration and you want to put that back out. Like, I want to make a character action game like Devil May Cry. I don't think that's being a hack. I think that's knowing exactly what you want to make. And I could spend years and years laboring trying to do something wholly new and wholly unique. But if my creativity isn't wired that way, I'm just forcing my square peg into the round hole of creativity that doesn't vibe with me. I know what I like. I know what I like and I've experienced it before and I want to recreate that. You know, Izumi is so heavily inspired by the PlayStation 2 Shinobi game that like the general gimmick of her character and the and the, her sword is so closely mirroring Hatsuma and Akujiki that there's differences, of course, like Hatsuma's a human, Azumi's, you know, a raccoon ninja, it's like an anthropomorphized thing, uh, Akujiki's a cursed sword, but it's just a sword, it's not alive, whereas Akumaru, tentative name, in uh, Azumi is a living character, and it's, it's, so there's differences, but it's very much iterative, you know? There's a lot of visual motifs and stuff that are very similar to that game, and MDOT, an initiative creator, would look at that and be like, you're just a hack, you're not being creative enough you're not giving it your own unique spin whereas i think so many people especially now with the internet and everybody's interconnected the vast majority of people are iterative designers they are taking in direct influence from other people and trying to integrate that in a much more direct way into their work you know you see someone drawing something really interesting you try and integrate that you have a good you see a good idea you try and integrate that and i don't know for a long time i had mdot's mentality and I was putting it on myself that, like, you got to be an initiative designer. You know, if you're not, you're being a hack. But once I kind of admitted to myself, no, I'm not MDOT. I'm not an initiative designer. I'm an iterative designer. There are, you know, my, my interest in making art is much more in the how and not the what. And I think if we're going to boil it down in a word, an initiative designer is about the what. An iterative designer is about the how. I know what I want to make. The struggle, the challenge, and the excitement is in how it's going to be done. How is it going to be tweaked just a little bit to give me that same experience that I already really enjoy and know what I want to create because it's already out there. It's about tweaking it to make it my own. Whereas an iterative designer is not satisfied with putting out something that's already been experienced. It's about trying to forge something new. And I think just from a very base level, like it does sound like those are very, like there's different tiers and one is clearly better than the other, like forging new paths and stuff. But at the same time, the downsides of being an initiative designer is that you're inherently going to have a lot harder time selling your stuff. And I don't just mean like actually selling for money, but just getting people interested because so much of the connected culture now is about being able to say it's X plus Y. Right? Because I just said, Azumi, it's like Shinobi PS2 and Devil May Cry, plus this weird anthropomorphic kind of angle that's more reminiscent of classic PlayStation 2 mascots from early in the 90s and early 2000s video games. So, like, I can explain Azumi as a concept 
referentially through other things that I've directly consumed and like. And I'm kind of spitting that back out with my own twist because I'm an iterative designer. I know what I want. I've seen it already. I know what I want to make. And to the initiative designer, that seems like such a bad thing. But to force myself to be an initiative designer is to set myself up for failure because that's just not the way my brain works. You know, I like having little references to other things very directly. Like in Izumi and the Eternal Midnight, the 2D video game that I'm eventually going to make sometime, the enemies in there are going to be direct references to transforming heroes like Kamen Rider and Super Sentai. They're all going to have little transformation moves. There's going to be a, a, a kaiju in there that's a reference to Godzilla. And like, these are all remixes of things that I enjoy, but they're being represented very directly. You're going to be able to consume the content and play the game. I hate consuming the content as a, as a phrase, but I use it all the time. You're going to be able to play the game and understand, oh, that's a reference to that. That's a reference to that. If you're in the know, because I'm just paying homage to things I like and putting my twist on it. That's what an iterative designer does. They iterate, they take in what they like. They know what they already want to create because it's been there. They're not about trying to create something new. They're trying to contribute to something that already exists. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I used to think it was a bad thing, but when I realized that that's what I wanted to do, and that's where my creativity thrived the most, everything worked a lot better. Things clicked. You know, there were other things I needed to click, which was about, you know, changing from 2D to 3D in mediums, because I surrendered to what I was and stopped trying to be what I wanted to be. And I'll probably get into that as in a more broad topic in a future podcast. But just like, I really romanticized the idea of being like a 2D illustration, comic book kind of guy that was making these bold new things that nobody had seen before. And I tried in high school and stuff when I started getting into MDOT in the beginning of college, like make my own drawing style that was totally unique. It had never been seen before and blah, 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 because I wanted to be like MDOT. I wanted to be an initiative designer like he was. You look at MDOT stuff, it's unlike anything you've ever seen before. And I thought that was really fucking cool. And I still do. I totally respect the guy and love his work. And I talk to him all the time. He's one of my internet friends. I'd love to go to California and visit him someday. That'd be pretty fucking cool. But I lost so much productivity because I was chasing this goal that didn't represent who I was. I already knew what my aesthetic was. I like the, the cell shaded aesthetic. Like I like traditional kind of anime, bold line art cartoons kind of stuff. Like Studio Trigger, I jones on that shit. I really like that aesthetic. And so I can try and reinvent the wheel and make something new and unique that's never been seen before. But like, I already know what direction my creative North Star is. It's something that already exists. That's the goal. That's what I like. So instead of trying to build something new that like isn't even like natural to my creative inclinations, but will inevitably result in a product that is less interesting to me than what already exists, it's a fool's errand. And I think so many people idolize originality when most people are iterative designers and that it's not negative right? It sounds like initiative versus iterative sounds like iterative is worse, but I don't think it is. I think it's just understanding that most people fall into that category. Embrace it. Chase it. You're going to be so much more productive doing that. And I don't know, maybe people will think I'm wrong, but this is something I've been stewing on for like over a decade now, as I've slowly come to terms with this fact about myself. But now that I'm totally chill with it, Azumi has happened. I've made video games, I've made animations, I've gotten into 3D and made all this crazy stuff. Like my productivity has skyrocketed since I've like accepted what I am and leaned into it. And not only has it upped my productivity, it's upped my satisfaction with the work. The work 
feels more natural because it is more natural. I'm working with my natural momentum instead of trying to push it away and do something for the the prestige and mystique of being an original creator, which would be cool if I could do it. Obviously, I respect people like MDOT who can do it, but that's not me. It's not me. I'm an iterative designer. And uh, I think if more people understood that and stopped trying to push towards originality for the sake of it and not because it was intuitive to them, you'd make more stuff and you'd be happier. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Hyperbolic Wine Chamber. In addition to doing podcasts, I also make a bunch of 3D models and animations, which you can check out at twitter.com slash TommyOliverSays. I'm also making a video game called Azumi and the Vertical Slice, and I have a simple game out right now called Ninja Suffering. You can check those out linked on said Twitter profile. If you want to help support the show and keep me making it and keeping it ad-free, you can check out patreon.com slash polystation2 or subscribestar.com slash tom oliver patrons have access to over 70 bonus podcasts so if you like this podcast and want more right now that's the place to do it thanks again for listening this podcast updates three days a week ideally monday wednesday friday so feel free to subscribe on your preferred platform so you can catch new episodes as they come out and patrons get episodes a week early that's all i got for now have a good one